Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yeah. Because there's no shortage of shouting right now. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> shouting. A lot of people mm. have grievances. Mm. Wow. And um, A lot of people shouting nonsense. Well... And look, we want to give everybody a chance to say their piece. But um, I couldn't help but notice Star Tribune article over the weekend, criticism of Secretary of State Steve Simon here in Minnesota, talking about potential mismanagement of Minnesota's election system, specifically with 2020 in mind. Uh, Republicans, the GOP, basically saying that uh, the state's witness signature requirement for mail-in absentee voting was relaxed. Well, we did have a once-in-a-century pandemic. We did. But Republicans are accusing Secretary Simon of circumventing the legislature to change election laws. And with us is Secretary Steve Simon to say his piece and to answer these accusations, which went so far, Scott Jensen, who's running for governor with the GOP, basically thinks you should be imprisoned. And I I just shake my head. But um, Secretary Simon, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for having me. What would you like to say to, uh, let, let's just assume for laughs and giggles that um, GOP gubernatorial candidate Scott Jensen is listening right now. What What would you say to him? Well, I would say to him what I said when I first heard of his remarks, which it is just bizarre and irresponsible. Bizarre in the sense that it's just odd and out there and weird to say what he said. Irresponsible in two senses. One, it's a slap in the face to the thousands and thousands of people who made Minnesota the envy of the nation with the 2020 election. We were number one in the country in voter turnout. After the election, multiple sources, respected sources, ranked us number one or number two in the country in terms of overall elections administration. And Minnesotans know that we have a clean, honest, effective system with integrity because they keep showing up in such high numbers. We had nearly 80 percent turnout. And that that just wouldn't, as a matter of common sense, happen if people really, truly thought that things were way off base. No system is perfect. Ours isn't either. And I'm up to any suggestion uh, from any of your listeners or anyone anywhere about how we can make it better. But we got a good thing going in Minnesota. We have strong laws. We have a decentralized bipartisan or nonpartisan election system. We got to keep it that way. So it's irresponsible in that sense. Uh, Thousands and thousands of people run this system all across 87 counties, 3,000 polling places, 
our office doesn't count a single ballot. We never lay a hand on any ballot. That all happens in in towns and cities and counties. But it's irresponsible in another sense, uh, and that is, I, can we get to a place, please, in our politics where you can disagree with someone without calling for their imprisonment or jailing or worse? Uh, it's a problem in our politics. You know, not every adversary is an enemy. Not every adversary needs to be locked up just because you disagree with them. And I'm hoping we can get to or get back to a place when we can have disagreements or criticisms without going to extremes. Secretary Simon, was there any evidence that people were voting who should not be voting? Was there any evidence at all that because of the pandemic and the mail-in absentee voting changes for the pandemic... I mean, people were dying, they're still dying, and some, some changes were made. Was there any evidence that, that people misused that process put in place for the pandemic? So, first of all, to your premise, you're right. These were special changes, some made by the legislature, some made by the courts, for a once-in-a-century pandemic. Everything sort of snapped back after the 2020 election, and Minnesota wasn't alone. Courts and legislatures did the exact same thing in state after state after state. It's about the voters. It's not about the people who run the elections. It's about the voters, no matter how they vote, no matter where they vote, no matter what their political orientation is. We had a once in a century pandemic pre-vaccine America, let's not forget, in 2020, where there was a lot of anxiety out there. So in terms of evidence, I will say that the story in 2020 appears to be the same as it was in 2018, 2016, 2014, and recent history, which is the incidence of wrongdoing or misconduct in elections in Minnesota is microscopic. It's not zero, and we want it to be zero, but um, it's microscopic. It's tiny. A federal judge a few years ago crunched the numbers and said in an opinion, uh, looking back, I forget how long it was, 20, 30 years, something like that. It came out to something like seven, ten thousandths of one percent, something like that in terms of um, the rate of error. So, no, nothing that was an outlier in 2020. To the contrary, people in Minnesota with those modifications, with those accommodations really leaned in. And by the way, turnout was up everywhere. Red areas, blue areas, no particular political party uh, gained. In fact, to put my pundit hat on for a minute, I think you got to say that in Minnesota, the parties pretty much fought to a draw. Yes, Joe Biden won Minnesota. That's true. And won with a pretty good cushion. But Republicans grew their margins in the state house. They kept their majority in the state Senate. They knocked off a 30 year Democratic congressman. I think it's probably a draw. So um, the fact is, we got through a very difficult and anxious time and passed the test with flying colors, number one in voter turnout for the third time in a row. And turnout was up everywhere. Steve, it's Jordana. Thanks for coming on. And sorry about this lunacy, but I'm glad you came on because, you know, um, Senator Jensen has a, a, a microphone. So we wanted to make sure that uh, we ad- we address this. He He talked about the consent decree that relaxed the state's witness signature requirement for mail-in absentee voting. So it used to be required that somebody, I guess, and and please correct me, that somebody was required to be a witness for you to sign your ballot and mail it in. Obviously, for the pandemic, I understand that 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 was, there was a court-approved consent decree that relaxed the state's witness, this requirement. Um, Did, could that, you know, or could that, I just need to ask this question in good faith, 
have led to any kind of microscopic voter fraud? Is there any merit to that at all? And how do we know that people were signing the proper ballots? Right. That's a totally fair question. Let me just say that um, Minnesota was not alone in this regard. As I say, either by legislative action or by court ruling, um, there were similar outcomes in a lot of other states. And you can see why. Uh, In the time of COVID, uh, if you if someone gets a witness requirement, you might be, depending on their age, depending on their health, putting them in at some risk. So that was the, ra- the court's rationale, at least. So, no, I have seen no evidence um, of any anything that looks to be an outlier or anything that looks to be you know, different from any previous years. Now, everything snapped back. And so now in this 2020 election, we're going to go back to uh, the witness requirement. And that's what people are used to. And that, you know, has its own advantages. But it's a change that served us really, really well in Minnesota. And there were a number of changes like that that enabled us to get through a very difficult, very anxious time for so many people and and really thrive where we were number one in turnout and where after the election, those able to look at the results uh, across many factors, not just turnout, ranked us high. I have to brag for a second. Um, MIT does something every two years, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. It's called the Elections Performance Index. And they look at multiple factors, not just turnout. They look at, oh, it must be 10 or a dozen different factors, and they rate and rank states. And it's a bipartisan analysis, so much so that of the top five states, two have Democratic secretaries of state, two have Republicans, and one has an independent of the top five. We were number two. Uh, Vermont was one. If they hear footsteps behind their shoulders, that's us coming after them for 2022. But we were number two in the nation in terms of overall um, election integrity. And so um, those are folks who have no interest in um, uh, anything other than just an objective analysis. And that was their assessment of us. We were among the sort of elite five states in terms of overall election performance. Secretary Simon, last question. Uh, Dr. Jensen said, and I quote, we are not voter suppressors. We have a simple attitude. Make sure that every ballot in the box belongs there. Make sure that it's easy to vote, hard to cheat, and if you cheat, you're going to jail. Do we need new voter ID restrictions in Minnesota right now? Well, by the way, that's something that we can agree about. And we that that, that uh, Dr. Jensen and I, and I think almost anyone in your listening audience would agree, we want it to be easy to vote. We want it to be hard to cheat. And for those who do cheat, they should face the full force and effect of the legal consequences. I think we all agree with that. Um, so to your point, uh, the laws we have have served us really, really well. The problem I have with some of the proposals, like the one you mentioned, is it can be a case of the cure being worse than the disease. As I say, the disease in Minnesota, so to speak, is microscopic. It's really, really small. And we just got to be very, very careful about passing laws, however well-intentioned, that might have the effect of catching whatever it is, a couple, two, three dozen people, uh, but in the process, disenfranchising or shutting out tens and tens of thousands of people. We don't want that. I don't think anyone wants that. That's the fear that I have with some of these proposals. So the devil's in the detail. It's, it's in terms of how it's done and, and how things are structured. But that, that remains my overall concern. Again, it's about the voters. It's about their access. I don't care who they vote for, where they're from, their zip code, anything like that. But making sure voters have the freedom to vote. Okay. Secretary of State Steve Simon, we so appreciate your time and your integrity. Thank you for explaining this all to us, and we hope you'll come back soon. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.